I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Bridge the Atlantic, where we get to know the people behind the creative industries. We are your host, music web designer Ross Barber, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists, and musicians. And I'm award-winning singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and indie filmmaker, Marcio Novelli. This week, we welcome Suzanne Polinski, aka the rock star advocate, to the show. Suzanne started out in the music industry as an intern for Atlantic Records and college rep for WEA. She managed the National Street Team and Midwest Retail for Astral Works EMI, and co-founded Mad Dragon Records the Mad Dragon Records as she completed her music business degree. Ross, 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 always screwing up the bios. Always. <laughs> In addition to her music business experience, Suzanne is a former, not formal, like Ross had before, a former paralegal with a master's in psychology. Now with the rock star advocate, that's rock slash star advocate, she is living out her dream of helping musicians and their teams turn their passions into careers. Hi, Suze. <laughs> Hello. I just, I, just, I just need to say we have not met before, but you and Ross have a rapport, and Ross wrote the notes, and he put, Hi, Suze! That felt so awkward for me when I've never met her before. Hi, Suze! We are like, oh, wow. Just, Sorry. Oh, that's that's, oh, that's good. So, just to reference the bio there, Ross originally had that you were a formal paralegal yeah, I versus actually, an I informal. I, I think I did read that, and it made me feel fancy, so I thought that, that was... I didn't even notice that that was like a typo. I was like, I was, I was very formal. It's clearly just because I, I think it. so highly of you. I didn't think Thank you were you. a former paralegal. I thought you were a formal. Yeah. And I was imagining you in like a prom dress and like you had a companion Usually with a Usually on Fridays. Just on Fridays? Friday. Every we time do. we do our Skype calls. You know? Exactly. I mean, I look like this all the time when we talk. And if you asked my former bosses, they would totally call me formal. Um, so... Well, it's amazing that, I didn't just... get fired multiple times. So. <laughs> so is it Susan or Suzanne? Suzanne. Suzanne, tell us three things about yourself that everyone should know. Um, I don't know if they should know it, but they probably don't know it. Um, most of my friends would tell you I'm a lady piece of junk that sits on a couch, but I actually was a very competitive gymnast for most of my younger youth. And I was also... Um, Versus your older youth? Exactly, exactly. The younger part of the youth. Oh, okay. And um, for about 10 years, and then I was very much into riding horses, and I even taught horseback riding and gymnastics to young children during my college years. So that's something that many people don't know. Um, and now I'm resting. That's why I sit on the couch a lot. Um, let's see. Oh, in Drexel, I was uh, went to school. I was part of an acapella group. The Troublemakers. Um, my Troublemakers. Wow. Just like in Pitch Perfect. Just, just like also in the office with the uh, what's his name? Andy. Andy yeah. Bernard. Yeah. They were of the Trouble Tones or something. Yeah. Were they the Trouble Tones? Something. Yes, but very similar to that. Um, it's 
it's very much like it is in Pitch Perfect. It's not that far off. And um, my solo was Don't Stand So Close to Me by the Police. Very proud of that. And um, the last thing huh, I would say is a lot of people tell me I'm very funny, but what they don't know is that usually something that they laugh at is usually something I'm quoting from friends. So um, <laughs> my secret is out. It's all good. I quote Simpsons, Family Guy, America Dad, South Park, any of yeah. And Seinfeld, that's my comedy. Yeah, so I take credit for it because they, they don't realize that it's a quote that I didn't write. But, um, yeah. So, Suze, as a fellow music industry entrepreneur, you know that it's not an easy industry to work in. Uh, can you share maybe one of your biggest challenges and how you've overcome it? Um, oh, geez, there's so many. Um I think the biggest challenge that I'm facing these days is that now that my business, I used to, I had a former business, I had a business partner, nine to five artist consulting. We did a lot of um, bio writing and marketing material creations for artists, social media plans and so forth. And now that I'm doing more consulting work and I'm trying to do more mindset work, um, the artists that do get on board, they find it extremely helpful and they're very thankful for it. But when they first start to ask about me, they almost feel like, oh, that's a little too close to therapy for me, or that's a little too, you know, um, I don't need to invest in mindset. I need to be in the studio. So I think a huge um, issue with uh, the music industry is just this, it's like paying for studio time and paying for, you know, all that equipment is quote unquote worth it or where they should be um, spending their money and the self care and the, um, you know, staying sane while you do all that stuff is kind of thrown out the window. Now, whether you work with me or, or anybody for that matter, I rather you just practice self care and practice, um, you know, getting a better handle on what your goals are before you start investing in, you know, the better equipment or the, the better music video or, the, the fancier tour van or something like that. So I'd say that's one of the biggest obstacles these days is the way we treat self-care in this industry. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, mindset's everything. And I don't, I don't know why anyone would be, uh, I'm, I'm a huge advocate for therapy and anything uh, to get mm -hmm. yourself in the right place. That's more important than anything. Absolutely. Put your money into that. I mean, you can just, yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you, got funny. My, you got my okay. Thanks. <laughs> um, so that actually leads us to the next kind of point that I wanted to talk about. Segway. Yep. Segway, <laughs> Suze. That should, that, was that your acapella name? Segway, Suze. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you? So I'd like, I'd like you to sort of dive in to mindset a little bit. And uh, for those who don't really understand what mindset is, can you explain... Mm -hmm. A little bit more about it and why you think it's important for artists to be focusing on that. Absolutely, Ross. So mindset work is basically just staying sane. It basically, um, with you know the music industry, for example, you're constantly being told no or this isn't good enough or you know or even if you're not being told no you're putting stuff out there that's very vulnerable and you usually aren't getting the response that you're hoping to get so that takes a toll that takes a toll on your emotional well-being it takes a toll on your mental well-being 
Um, and, and just the physicality of it all, you know, those late nights, the not sleeping, the, you know, constant grinding and the hustle, and that's all everybody talks about. And it almost becomes a competition of who has slept less. All I had was late nights on Grinder, by the way, just saying. <laughs> Very different thing. Very different thing. Yeah. So I've been doing this wrong? Yeah, no. Oh, God. It, please, please keep talking so I can learn. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing this wrong. <laughs> so really what I, what I look at it as mindset as um, is redefining the hustle. And what I mean by that is stop comparing how much sleep you got to somebody else. Stop wearing your three hours of sleep as a badge of honor because it doesn't mean that you're doing something more or something better than somebody who got six or seven hours of sleep. Um, Mindset is staying focused on what you're doing, staying in your lane and coming back to that center focus so that when people are saying no or not supporting you or not giving you what you want and that kind of tries to knock you off your game, you're staying centered and you're able to still plow ahead and, and do what needs to get done because there are so many distractions out there and there's, you know, social media as amazing as it is to market yourself, it can also just tear a person down. And one of the quotes I saw on Instagram lately that I loved was, um, don't compare your behind the scenes to somebody else's highlight reel. And that's exactly what social media is because everyone's putting out their highlights and you're sitting there like, oh my God, I'm, I'm doing awful and I'm not where I want to be and this is taking so long. So mindset work to answer your question is to drown out that noise and get back to where you need to be. I love that. You know what? And then throw in having kids like myself over the last, <laughs> uh, what, three and a half years or so. Um, you know what? I, I wanted to make a point of that. I, you know, I always, I, I'm with you on the whole idea of, oh, I, I got so little sleep. I'm so busy. I'm working. So I hate, I, okay, I don't like saying hate, but it really <laughs> bothers me when people, it's like they're trying to impress you all the time, not just in the music industry in general, saying, you know, oh, I'm so busy. I'm so this. And, you know, that's why they can't make time for friends or family or this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know what? You can always make time. You know, I'm a parent of two little boys now, and you know what? I have a lot less time to make music, but yet I've been able to write more music than I ever have before because it's like that time you get and you set aside is more right. focused time because there's no distractions. You know, you, ha- you have to be very disciplined. I think it right. forces you to be, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I was that musician up until 5, 6 a.m. Uh, for many years writing, you know, right. but you don't have to be. You don't have to be at all, you know? So, yeah, I like that. I like that. You're okay, Suzanne, Susan, <laughs> Suze, whatever you want Never to call Susan. It. No? Okay, Don't sorry. Joke sorry. Don't go there. <laughs> so sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. So what would be some tips that you could offer to artists who are looking to shift their mindset towards success? I, I, I can imagine a lot of artists are listening to this and thinking, I like the sound of it, but where do I start? What can I do? What are maybe some quick things that I can do to get moving in the right direction? Sure. So, um, and I do have posts of this on my, on my blog. I have lots of posts on this. Um, but mainly what you will find is monotasking, which is the opposite of multitasking, which so many people, you know, throw at us, especially with, um, in, in this new generation of, um, laptops and, you know, working while you're at Starbucks and all this stuff, um, monotask. So what I mean by that is it doesn't mean if you're putting out an album, don't even think about, you know, touring or crowdfunding or anything else. It just means if you are looking, if your goal, I'd say the first thing is really write out what you want to accomplish in the here and now. 
And so if what that goal is, is to get a tour going or play better shows, you know, or something that has to do with, say, live performing, then if you've got a crowdfunding campaign coming up or you've got other things on the horizon, I'm not saying ignore those things. I'm just saying make sure you're dedicating time to only rehearse for your shows when you're rehearsing for them. Don't get in your room and start rehearsing, but then have your laptop open and you're checking, you know, your crowdfunding campaign uh, emails or, you know, you're, you're doing those posts and in between those posts, you're, you're looking at your set list and you've got all these different things out on your desk, like clear out your desk, do one thing at a time. And like, um, like you had just said, Marcio, like discipline, it takes discipline to do it, but Trust in the process. I'm sorry, Pepper's being really loud. Right. And trust in the process that, you know, clear out that noise of, oh my God, oh my God, stop working on that because you've got something else to do. Just try it. You know, spend one hour doing something. And when you've got gotten it done, realize, oh my God, I still have time to get the other stuff done. I think we let all this noise come in where it's up that this still has to be done and this isn't going to get done. You have to do it all at once so you can Fucking get them all done. Notifications everywhere. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Turn the computer yeah. off. Silence your phone. Really. I just deleted give your... Facebook off my off my phone. Exactly. Sorry. I was, yeah. No. One hundred percent. Like, and there are also amazing apps that um, you know silence all the notifications. Put your cell phone on you know um, airplane mode or whatever. Um, those notifications will still be there when you get back. <laughs> like, oh God, yes, you know, they will. <laughs> yeah. And I think a huge part of that is that trust factor that this process actually works because in order to get started, you have to say to yourself, okay, this is going to work. Nothing's going to go up in flames. My, I can still have time to get everything done. Once you trust that the rest of the process is very easy and you can start monotasking and you can start focusing. I think that's the biggest thing for mindset is to just put your focus on what you're doing. Give yourself the respect to give a hundred percent rather than trying to give 25% here and 25% there and tw- because then nothing's getting 100%. And then what are you even doing? <laughs> so. Well, you know what? I'm loving this because uh, that's what I've been working on. I, I used to, that, that's how I used to work. Just mm-hmm. completely absorb myself in one thing and kind of lose my, I, I guess I was lost in like a Zen-like state mm-hmm. working particularly writing, songwriting. And then I guess over the last few years, because social media, I'm telling you, that was the reason. I, I could have been, I was in the middle of writing a song and oh, there's a tweet. You got to check that. It's ridiculous, right? And I've actually been doing this lately. And I actually urge all our viewers and listeners to actually give this a shot, whether or not you're in the music industry, any industry at all. Honestly, turn off all your notifications and then set aside a time to, to sign into Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. That can be your, your time to see what's up or who commented on this or what. But having that constant any time of the day reminder like we don't need that it's just not necessary for anybody you know and i i feel it creates anxiety it creates this mm-hmm. I, it, it also oh, yeah. i find uh, you're in the conver- you're in a conversation with someone they're like oh yeah like that fucking tweet or that yep. comment on something or someone liked a status is more important than i'm in, right in your face right now like <laughs> within you oh my god not <laughs> oh my god wow what is happening today in front of you you know the the, the presence you know i mean right. it's it's a, in the same with texting and that whole thing so like for example when i go out for dinner if i'm out or having dinner with my family or out anywhere or visiting a friend my phone is on airplane mode or yeah. it is just in my pocket. It's just not necessary, you know, to have it on the table. And anyways, that whole, that's, I can go on for, for hours and hours on that ramp. But turn off notifications, people. 
It's true. And yeah. the thing that you'll learn is that when you go back, instead of like one or two notifications, you've got like 14 and then it just makes you feel so like popular and excited yeah. when you've got 14 notifications. Exactly. And it's a lot less time you, you dedicate right. to it too. You can do that right. in like five minutes, whereas you right. probably would have spent three to five minutes per notification. It's mm-hmm. just so, I don't know. It's, it's a necessary evil. I think it's, it's right. great. I love the ability to connect with, you know, uh, people who dig what I'm doing, but it's also like, Besides that, that's that's the one thing I love about it. But the whole notification, all that kind of stuff. It's a total think, time suck, and it does yeah. create anxiety. That's that's why I took yeah. email off my phone, and yeah. like that's why I did take Facebook off my phone. I, I have it back on now, but but you know, um, totally notifications coming at you from every angle, all hours mm-hmm. of the day. It is yeah. really stressful when yeah. you're getting it's a lot true. of them. It can be really stressful. I love the connection, but like I said, set aside the time for it. Right. And that's why when I tell clients at first, when I'm like monotask, they just look at me with this fright in their eyes. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't have time. I don't have time. But what they're not realizing, like you said, each notification or distraction is a few minutes here, a few minutes there, a few minutes there. And you add that up and it's like, no, multitasking is actually the time suck. It's just kind of counterintuitive because you're telling yourself, oh, I'm getting all these things done at once while you're half-assing them Mm -hmm. and you're building anxiety and you are wasting time. So yeah, I think um, it just takes a little bit of trust. <laughs> and then once you start doing it, you're like, Oh my God, mo- monotasking is like the best thing ever. So. <laughs> I love it. Are you ready for 20 questions? Go. Coffee or tea? Tea. Meat or veggies? Both um, meat, <laughs> but just put them, put the vegetables in, just get them in my mouth. I just love food. <laughs> We were getting along so well. Twitter or Facebook? Oh, neither. Instagram. (laughs) Hip-hop or country? Ooh. Nelly and Tim McGraw do an amazing song together. So again, I got to just put it together. (sighs) Will Ferrell or Anna Kendrick? Oh, God, you did your research. Mm -hmm. Um, Anna Kendrick's within me, so I can say Will Ferrell and still be okay. What does that mean? Well, because like she's How's that different than the me? terrible slip that I said about being in people? <laughs> Come on, I'm in you. Get off your phone. Like, this is so rude. Every time, I swear. Because I think people know I'm talking about my soul. Right. And right, they don't right. know what you're talking about. I hope not. I think exactly. we all no, know Will, what Marcy is talking about. I have to about. go with Will Ferrell. I, I love Will Ferrell. He's so funny. He's so funny. <laughs> Arrested Development or The Office? Ooh, The Office. Talent or Attitude? attitude can overcome anything mariah carey or whitney houston Oof. Oh. mariah carey oh wow. i'm with you there. that's a tough one i would i think i might pick whitney houston it's, because, oh that's a tough one and it is who do i want to get coffee with or who could i listen to just like nonstop. I, I mean, well, I don't you know. can't have coffee with Whitney Houston anymore. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> True, but probably it's like I can't even have coffee with Mariah Carey either. <laughs> so There's more of a chance. <laughs> She's alive. <laughs> but I just loved Whitney's like attitude. Like oh, she yeah. just she was a Jersey girl. I'm a New York girl. Like she, I feel yeah. like I could like chill with her more. Probably. Just hopefully not. Just in a, not in this lifetime. Well. Uh, Michael Scott or Dwight Schrute. Oh God, Michael Scott. <laughs> Canada or Scotland? Scotland. 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 <laughs> Ross always makes fun of my terrible accents. You're, to be fair, both of your accents were fucking terrible. So, <laughs> thank you, Ross. Scotland. That actually does Scotland. Make me feel better. No. <laughs> Scandal. 
or The Good Wife? Oh, The Good Wife, the writing is still up to par. So, Spreadsheets or sweatpants? <laughs> Can I have both? Why is this either or? Because <laughs> light, you can't have everything. Sweatpants. Tina Fey or Amy Poehler, and I'm sorry you have to choose between them. I know. I have to say Amy Poehler right, right. now, though, because her book is is I'm I'm dying. I haven't with. read either one of them, and I should. Tina Fey is a lot more active with producing things, though. Eh? She's got like a lot of shows she's she's producing. The Amy Poehler's got a lot now. Good. Yeah, yeah. Amy and Bossy Pants was good, but yes, please. I'm reading it, and I just I can't stop laughing out loud. Like oh, yeah. she, she just seems like my type of people. <laughs> Education or experience? Mm, uh, experience. Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton? Michael Bolton, boom, drop mic. <sighs> just because I've watched so many episodes, I have to even out the. You're happy. just taking Ross's side. <laughs> we talk about Michael Bolton all the time. I know, I know. I know. We actually do. Listen, <laughs> I think I've seen like every episode of this podcast, so I'm well aware. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> we really do. I don't think we've even seen every episode. Of this That's horrible. <laughs> so, can you guess what question's coming up next? Yoga or Yoka? No, we no. took that one out. We don't uh, have that one. Let's see. It's later on. It's like two polar opposite. Uh, celebrity. Ross or Marcia. No, that's the last one. This is if this is a a famous pop singer. She's got an amazing voice or a real. Oh, uh, is this Celine Dion or Marilyn Manson? You got that's it. One. Can I pick Anna Gesteyer as Celine Dion? I don't know who that is. I'm on sorry. SNL when she would like impersonate Celine Dion. Oh yeah, so she was great. She was so much better than. <laughs> I, I would pick her, but um, I'd have to go with Celine Dion. And can we just like have a moment for her? She just lost her brother and her husband in one week. No kidding. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm I, I'm gonna throw my support her way. Yeah. Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. Ricky... I know Ricky Gervais. Gervais. <laughs> <laughs> Whale or kale? Neither, but I guess kale. <laughs> I'm killing him. Bet Midler. Bet Midler, one hundred. Bet Midler, or the Riddler. <laughs> Bet Midler. I just saw her in concert, and she's like seventy-five and amazing. So she puts like pop stars to shame. It's not even funny. And, and we all know that yeah. the last question you're not going to say Marcio, not because <laughs> she I'm might. Am- you don't not know because I'm not amazing and so good looking and just so talented, just everything. Really, the say, package. But I was going to say Marcio because he manages children and music and podcasting and Ross all in like a day's work. <laughs> hey, no, no, so. no, 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 no. I'm going to take this, Ross. You have no. Let's get this straight. Let's get this straight. It's my favorite win. Marcio does not. Marcio does not manage me. Marcio. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. He he's taking this to heart. He's really, he's really upset. By this. He fine. gets particularly upset when somebody that he knows before I do picks me because that's that's worse. That's like yeah, I, I know you, and I'm definitely not picking you. I'm picking this guy. I've only talked to. Him. <laughs> I know. Listen, I mean, I've wa- I've watched a lot of them. I just saw Ariel. You know. Yeah. 
do do the whole thing. I ha- I have to throw some of this guy's way. I mean, I know. see, also oh, like now it's Canada, pity. Now you're so doing pity. Like... Oh, yeah, you just ruined it. Now it's like <laughs> well, he doesn't really get any. So here's the pat on the back, Marcio. There's some love for you. Keep but going. No, listen, I can't do what be, you do. I can't be the rock star advocate and pick a web designer. <gasps> yeah, that's, see how she said that too. She said that's, that's so kind true. of funny. No, is... but I mean, like, I'm an advocate <laughs> for musicians, so I have to pick a musician. It comes. <laughs> I, love it. I mean, as I long love as you it. did it because you felt you have to, you know, not because you wanted to. That's fine. <laughs> I I feel so much in, uh, conflicting emotions right now. Well, that's why you need to work on your mindset, it. Marcia. Yeah, <laughs> you brought it full circle. Oh, I did. Well, I where, can like I where can I, I learn like about? Where can I learn about this mindset? A divorced couple just asked their children, like, pick mommy or daddy, and now they're just arguing in front of them. This is really awkward. <laughs> oh, that's what we go for with this. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, speaking of mindset, where can I learn? See this I'm trying to do a segue. Where can I learn more about your mindset? You can go to the rockstaradvocate.com. That's the rockstaradvocate.com. <laughs> Don't forget the the, it's very important. And your Twitter and Instagram is rockstaradvo. At all across the board. Yeah, well, Facebook is the rockstar advocate, so. Well, but if you found me on YouTube or Instagram or Twitter, we were having a thing. Well, it sounds we like you're cool. You're like, like Advo. Advo. I'm so cool. I'm not going to say the whole word, you know? I know. I want to take credit for that. It was really Twitter being like, eh, too long. Uh-huh. And I was like, Bridge the Atlantic. Our Twitter is Bridge underscore the Atlantic. Or Bridge underscore Atlantic. And someone's like, oh, that's so cool. You guys like put the bridge between Bridge and Atlantic. We're like, yeah. yeah that's we sure. That's so what we were clever. going for. Yes. It's not that we were one character short. <laughs> At one point, we we're going to put bridge dot. <laughs> no, we didn't actually seriously consider <laughs> that. It was it was in the ring, but it wasn't really it was it wasn't really in with the shot. Bridge dot Atlantic. Yeah. Can I can I request something? Um, you know, I I, I like okay. the website, and you know, I'm sure you can have all different mugs and mouse pads and stuff with your logo on it. But can we get like? Hashtag Team Marcio and hashtag Team Ross, like shirts go. Can we really make this like? Actually, that yes. would be amazing. I think I we should. Re- I would buy both. But then I'll have to. We'll have to get a lot more Team Marcios made. So like, you know, well, that won't be. I would buy a Team Team Marcio T-shirt and then wear it whenever I Skype with Ross and just see how his mindset <laughs> is. And just. <laughs> do you know what we could do? We can make them reversible. So it depends on who you, you know who you that like that day. Kind of genius. I kind of like good. that. Yeah, we're like never inside the same. out. Like, like each that. side is a different. Yeah, I like that. Right. But the the side that like has Ross's name on it will always have pit stains on it because it's always going to be on the inside. So they won't want to reverse it. And he, he always has to go for the yeah, you know, really has to get in there. That's yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm gonna keep it clean. I'm not gonna comment on that. <laughs> oh, um, I know. So I was testing as... you fast. That was good. <laughs> it's hard. No, no, okay. That's what she said. Thinking of Michael Scott here. Thank you. Okay. So as for me, I'm working on my second solo album, and you can hear my music at marcionovelli.com. I recently released my award-winning documentary, Walking Proof, which chronicles the making of my debut solo album, which you can watch for free because I'm generous like that at marcionovelli.com slash walking proof. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify, which are all slash Marcionovelli, and say hi. I'm working on websites for various artists at the moment and I'm in the early stages of writing my first book. You can check out my work and my blog posts at electrickiwi.co.uk. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram as Electric Kiwi and on Facebook, Electric Kiwi Design. 
This episode was brought to you by the wonderful sponsors that we have, uh, Chris Keaton, Alyssa Parma, Buck Naked Soap Company, and Social Surge. And if you'd like to sponsor the show, visit patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic. Thank you so much, Suze. This has been wonderful. I can't wait to watch it because I don't remember what it said. <laughs> that entire thing was just a blur. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bridge the Atlantic. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So connect with us on there and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for being awesome, and we'll see you next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.